I'm ready. No. Okay, I'm holding on. You should have been recording. I'm sorry. How dare you? I've got my little I Keanu Reeves. I was recording that entire time. I'm, I'm holding my little Keanu Reeves, so we're ready to go. I'm glad the video's off. Hey, I'm Joe. I'm Ken. I'm Andrew. Oh. <laughs> and I'm Dan. And we are the Rewinders Podcast, rewinding and rebooting movies to see if they hold up. And this time we went with Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, and how excellent it was. You really had me confused as to what you're doing oh, at the yeah. start. Yeah. It would help if you had... ADR guitar over the top of that. <laughs> like this? Exactly. Oh, that really silence is, is deafening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just wait, Dan. You just wait. I'm 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 prepared. He's probably got a whole bevy of like audio clips just ready. Ready to remember, throw at us. Remember that one time we played D and D, and he was a bard, and he had his uh, soundboard. Oh yes, yes he did, and I didn't forget. Totally didn't forget about that. Just, just till now. Nope. It's okay. It's not. It's recorded. I think. However bad it oh, was. Oh no, it was. No, we didn't. It hear. was funny. Okay. Well, we didn't hear. We didn't hear anything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the sil- like I said, the silence was absolutely deafening. I was just gotcha. yes ending. Well, stop it. Okay, I'm sorry. So we watched a movie, Bill and Ted's <laughs> Excellent Adventure, and some of us Bogus Journey. How do we start I'll get this around normally? to it. I've never seen any of the movies. Oh, right. What's your histories with it, guys? Dan, you haven't seen it, huh? Never. Not once. What held you back? I, I don't know. I, it just, it was one of, those, one of those movies that I think it came out too early. When did this release? 86. 89. 89? <laughs> I've watched a hell of a lot of other movies that came out around the same time that I was born. And I I guess this just kind of fell through the cracks. I regret not seeing it till now because it was entertaining. I hear that I should not watch the second. I don't know if I agree with that anymore. I'm not going to fill in the blanks yeah. just yet. <laughs> well... And we'll I yeah. I did want to start watching the series because of the remake that just came out, what? A couple weeks two ago. Weeks a few ago? weeks ago. Three weeks ago? A few weeks ago. I'll give you that. August 27th. So yeah, that was like a month ago. Who's keeping ish. track this year? Well, if I didn't keep screwing up our <laughs> scheduling. <laughs> Life happens, go, Joe. Go and spend time at the Life cabin. Happens in the yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's disappointing. <laughs> oh. I live with it. You guys just have to deal with it on a short basis. Aww. I think this is a common thread amongst most people. Yeah. You should yeah. feel bad, all of you. Uh, we're not being depressed. Nope. We're being happy. We're watching a great movie. Yes, yes Wait, hold on. I gotta not spoil what I thought about this movie. <laughs> so, Ken, what is your history oh, man. with this So, movie? this is a movie I have tangible history with from a young age. So... My family, we had uh, five boys uh, in in our family and then two parents that made seven of us. Uh, And we would, I think about once a week, go visit my dad's godson's parents' house. So we'd go over there and hang out 
and there was approximately, I can't remember because we don't really talk to, well, I haven't talked to them in a while. I went to school with a few of them. Actually, we work with one of them. I want to say there was like seven kids in that family. So there was a lot of just uh, ruckus and shenanigans. But one time when I was over there, we were running around and I saw something on the TV that caught my eye. And I sat down and watched the entirety of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And it made me very happy. And I was young. This is came out in 89, so it was probably like 91. I guess not that young. Like it's like six, seven, eight, somewhere around in there. And uh, yeah, so I watched this movie and I really enjoyed it. And then I actually hadn't watched it for more years. And I went back and watched it in like my teenage years. Really enjoyed it. Every time I go back to the movie, I expect something to have changed. But this movie doesn't do that to me. Let's not get into that too much. How about you, Joe? Back when I was a child, we would rent our movies from at first the rca store which was next to the cemetery it wasn't exactly a store it was where you would take your tv to get fixed or your vcr they never really expanded their selection so we moved on after that to okanto foods because they kept their selection up and ever so often, my father would treat my brother and I to a pick one out of the the used bin and we'll, we'll take that one home. And this time, I believe it was my turn. And my brother was giving me one of those, like, I'm going to kill you if you pick the wrong one. And I believe the selection was between Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And uh, I wanted to say uh, another movie, but then I found out it wasn't from the same time period and it couldn't have been in that bin so i don't remember what the other movie was i thought it was wayne's world originally but it's not and i picked the non-bill and ted's and my brother hated me for (laughs) a long time after that because he really wanted the copy of bill and ted's and i was the dumbass that didn't pick it (sighs) i could be totally wrong on which movies this were was that i picked and what were offered but that that story really happened My brother was really pissed at me, and I want to believe it was this movie that I went, yeah, it was okay, but I'm going to go with this one instead. And then I never watched it for a long time. Biggest of oofs. Like, that even might be an oog. Like, you don't even get the f of an oof. Oh, well. You didn't get a full oof. Yeah. Yep, got it. Nope. (sighs) Yeah, it was a rental. We enjoyed it, and then that little story, I believe, happened after... And that's what I think about when I think about this movie. Fair. Outside of Dan's obsession with the uh, Crudes sequel, I don't think I have. <laughs> I'm not. You know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna let that just gonna let that sit. You're on not though. This one anymore, no. <laughs> I, I don't honestly have much of a memory of this movie. Like I, I have to actually think about it, and I have to actually try to pull th- some things from the memory well. But I, I I don't have a clear cut vision of the first time I saw this. Who I saw it with. I just know my sister was older than me. And she, of course, had seen this. She had seen Tremors. She had seen, like, all the good classic 80s staples while I was growing up in the 90s. And quoted them constantly with her friends or whoever was around. And that's kind of my first exposure. Because, unfortunately, the first thing I ever knew from this movie was, unfortunately, the taste... The the product of its time joke from this film. So, her and her friends used to do that constantly to each other. So, yeah... I don't. I don't know. I, I think the first time I probably actually sat down to watch this was hmm, 
I, I guess maybe out of high school, maybe after high school at some point, in my 20s. It's one of those films I always wanted to watch, just never got around to it. And to be honest, it wasn't exactly accessible. And then all of a sudden, I think it was on Netflix one day, and I was like, oh yeah, I've always wanted to check this out. And then watching it, it was like a flood of memories coming back to me in terms of specifically how Toe Jam and Earl kind of got its aesthetic. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Like, everything made sense after seeing that. It was like a missing puzzle piece, essentially. But yeah, that's that's really my history with it. All I'm hearing right now is the, the, the sound of an old hanging light bulb <laughs> getting pulled, and the sound of the pull clicking, and the bulb slowly yes. coming then Yes, and then a little bit of zap as it, as it flickers out. The metaphors, man. We got All it. day long. <laughs> and we've got the trailer. Oh, the trailer! What did everyone uh, think about the old, the classic trailer? The, to be oh, honest, that yeah, I think it's one I of the best it. we've I seen. Like, like it. it actually got me excited to see it, even though I've already seen it. It got me excited to see it, and I watched it not mm-hmm. an hour ago. Whoa. Oh, good! So... At least it's fresh on someone's mind. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the trailer. I was cracking up for a little bit when they introduced all the uh, historical figures as the historical figure instead of the actual character the yes, actor that names. Yes, that was nice and clever. Actor, uh, and, then George, and then George Carlin. It kind of got old, but you did have to see it to the end of the bit. It also kind of ruins it since we just watched the trailer before that. I thought of maybe having a game of name all the historical figures in the movie, but then I also didn't do the homework of writing down all the names of the movie, so... Or all the historical figures. Well, Ken, figures. would technically Bill and Ted be historical figures? Bonus points right there. In 2688, they sure are. <laughs> I mean, they are now, but... twenty Spoil- si- Spoilers? You say 2688? Is that when it is? Because that's the future still. So they're historical figures at that point. We need some Bill and Ted. IRL. I have I have notes about the blatant disregard for time law in, in this movie. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's several okay. spots that stick out um, like a sore thumb, but... Again, this is, uh, well, I guess actually, no, there is no excuse. Back to the Future came out when? Uh, it came out before this. When did it come out? Correct. Uh, 84? 84, okay, I, I was going to say 84, but I was going to We're just going to make up yeah. a date, because I don't, it sounds right, right? <sighs> typey, typey, typey. 85. 85. Back to the Future 2 came out in 89, Back to the Future 3 came out in 90. Honestly, I spent a lot of time thinking about the time law this time around, thinking about what the hell George Carlin was talking about when he's like, oh, the time runs, but it doesn't run. Well, it's still running. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, yeah, it turns out like it's an interesting concept where regular time still runs and they still have to get to do the entire report in a certain amount of time. So they still get the certain amount, the same amount of time. They can just go wherever they want in time, which is a weird concept at all. And I think I spent too much time thinking about that. I may have missed some of the movie because of that. I would say it's it's a convention to keep the movie going and having a, a something you have to race against. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you'd be like, but I just keep time traveling. I mean, yeah, it definitely gives you uh, stakes like, oh, we have to do this now. Unlike the mm-hmm. end of Bogus Journey, <laughs> where they figured out they don't can... Don't you dare. Uh, I'm going to watch it. You don't... We're going to talk about Bogus Journey a little bit, Dan. I, just a but, little bit. But, but the spoilers. We'll scream at spoilers so that we don't spoil it for you. <laughs> okay. Wait, we're going to scream the spoilers so if he hears them, he'll go deaf and then he won't be able to hear the stor- the spoilers anymore? Well, you'll just, you'll just blow out the sp- shitty speakers in the failing yeah. headset that I have here. <laughs> yeah. 
That's, that's my fine. plan. This is a good plan. I like this plan. <laughs> well, if only we had electronic <laughs> amplification methods we could use to do that for me. Anyway. Let's use those amplification methods to pitch this movie. Oof. Oh, man. Great I... segue. Wow. Last time, Andy and I, arm in arm, pitched Alien, so uh, why don't you guys arm in arm pitch this one? All right. Okay. We can do this. I, I can. Let's see what we can pull out of my okay, ass here. I got it. Let's do this thing. Yeah, that's for a different going. podcast. <clears throat> that one includes videos. That one yet. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentlemen. Gentlemen. Remember back in gentlemen. high school. Remember the days Ooh. when you had to give reports. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. In front of the entire class. Let's make In a the auditorium. Based on that. Mm-hmm. But our, our, our two main characters are going mm-hmm. to be idiots. Mm-hmm. Right, morons. You can't have them be smart. Morons. There's no there's no stakes there. You gotta have mm-hmm. something for them to work for. So, idiots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And, uh, it's, a hist- it's a history report that they have to give. Yeah. Because if they don't, one's going to get sent uh, uh, to military academy. Yeah, yeah. In Alaska. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh even better. And, and what? here's where it gets tricky. There's going to be time travel. Remember a couple of years ago when Back to the Future came out? Uh, uh, I, love the, I love that film. Big, huge. It was, a, it was a nice, serious comedy, and it had serious stakes and serious, well-written characters. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's put that over here. But we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna put that off to the side, and we're gonna go cheap. What? For most things. Yeah, what he said. Exactly what he said. So, we're gonna have these two need to stay together in order to make a more perfect future. And the more perfect future sees that he's gonna be sent off to the military academy, so they send George Carlin back, so they can do actual on-hand historical documentation mm. and then they can give george carlin is the entirety of our budget that's it their report well george carlin's pretty hip right now so have, 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 you, have you boys tried eddie me? murphy too expensive oh. for what's yeah, fair enough <laughs> he's got all that trading places and, 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 and beverly hills cops money <laughs> honestly george carlin's a better fit for this what did uh what did george do in movies I don't know, but he, pre- he played a pretty mean conductor when I was growing up on the Thomas and Tank Engine show. Yeah, he did. <laughs> really? I love. Oh man, that like that is how I I remember. Same here. Thomas he had the most soothing Engine. voice. George Carlin. Yep. Any anything? Yeah, George Carlin. I've. Mm. I I just only think of him swearing a lot. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, he's got the seven swear word thing. Seven things you can't say on TV. That. Exactly that. And I'm not going to do it because I don't remember and it doesn't matter. He pretty much was just comedy at that point. He did a few movies, TV. Yeah, mostly TV stuff. This would be his breakout role. Well, I, I think, I mean... He had to be doing stand-up by this point. Sure, yeah. Let's just get back into this. I looked up his IMDb. Yes, Rothy, that, that photo... That photo is what I remember of the conductor, and I didn't realize that the conductor was a foul-mouthed bastard. <laughs> Apparently there was a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures TV series. What? Was it animated? I don't know. Yes. Oh, my. It was a so sitcom. I, I got to oh cancel God. the rest so of the So they, they pulled it back okay. to the future. Nope, nope, They, they nope. had an animated it, it, series. It, it, okay. 
it came out it's not an animated series it was a live action tv show it came out in 92 so after bogus okay wow after bogus but they did not have alex or keanu in it of course not see i'm seeing pictures of it no i'm seeing a hanna-barbera 1990s yeah oh no reeves Alex Winter. Oh, no, no, no. George Look Carlin. at this. Yeah, this is all you need. The 1990s oh, cartoon. This is all you need. I just sent over a screenshot. That's all you need. Is that? That is. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 Bill, and that's Ted, but that's not Alex, and that's definitely not Keanu. Nope. That's hilarious. But it looks like there was also an animated adventure. Like I'm looking at. Oh shit! The apparently the TV show never, never, never got off the ground. There was only one episode. Hmm. According to IMDb. Oh wait, no, there was eight episodes. Mm, Twenty-one. There's two seasons of the cartoon. Because my IMDb only. Oh, not the no the 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 live action. Okay. There's only one season. It's Thank eight goodness. episodes long. Not included. Not including the unaired pilot. Yeah. I'm also interested in watching that, not for uh, seriousness sake. <sighs> I didn't know there was a live... I didn't know there was an animated series either. I reckon that's going to be a really easy thing to find to be able to review. Oh, for sure. Dan, I'm kind of shocked since you're an animated expert. <laughs> <laughs> never, no. never had any idea. Now, you, who, you confused who it. This? He is an expert who is drawn. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, oh. That one hurts. You're welcome. All right. So, what did we like about this movie? Oh, everything. Not De- everything. Damn near. Damn near everything. So, I, I started started with like real in depth notes, and then started watching the movie and stopped taking notes. The introduction. My God, is that the epitome of a late '80s, early '90s intro? For sure. Absolutely. I the music love that. Amazing. I'm a I love I love me some that weird some prism coming from wherever it was going was a little bit weird, but ultimately so. I don't know that brushed that brushed metal like copper or whatever the hell it was supposed to be. It's uh, so satisfying to watch it come down slowly. <laughs> <laughs> it it yeah. gave away absolutely nothing about what you were about to watch, and had me sitting on the couch thinking. That's actually a great insight into this because, I mean, at least I knew a little bit about it, but having somebody have never seen this movie before, that is such a great kickoff to the film (laughs) because it really does just thrust you right the hell in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's all practical effects, so nothing aged terribly. It still looks good. The text that splashes on the screen. Yeah. Fun fact, the time circuits are actually uh, practical as well. Oh, really? No, I'm joking. What? Really? (laughs) I just had to. I'm sorry. Got me all excited. There there are a few things, like, we're not talking about the intro at this point. We're talking about just along the movies. A few things associated with the magic of time travel that did kind of not age terribly well but it still looks pretty good i think they uh stole the time travel lightning from back to the future now i'm that's in my head mm-hmm. they certainly could have i don't care where they took it from because that's got to be hand-drawn stuff and it looks amazing it looks really good it really when does. the lightning comes over the phone booth and it almost looks like arms wrap around it and pull it down into the light loved it it's definitely a look of its time like i said lawnmower man kind of CG graphics there, which if you haven't seen Lawnmower Man, I have not. You'll be ready for some oh good God, CG graphics. That is, damn it, Joe. That is what I've heard about this movie. <laughs> Great graphics. 
<laughs> Spot on G- CGI. Yeah, no, it's good. I, I, I guess probably was probably probably more of the actual budget maybe, than George maybe. Carlin. I didn't know this, but apparently the film was originally supposed to feature a van as the time traveling uh, capsule. But they deemed it too similar to Back to the Future and switched it to a phone booth. I like that. I like the idea of a phone mm-hmm. booth anyway. Which isn't a ripoff of Doctor but Who But at this at point, all. not many people yeah, knew. Yeah, that's British. It doesn't Doctor matter. Doctor Who. Well, that's a, th- there is a huge difference between a call box and a phone booth. Sure. One's You're blue. Calling someone, right? And one is a phone booth. <laughs> one is to only be used in emergencies to call the police, and the other one is to be used by the public to make telephone calls. And one's bigger on the inside, nerd. <laughs> yeah, they could have used one. Shots fired. But also true. <laughs> I miss seeing phone booths. I'd never use one these days. That's why we don't see them anymore, but I, I miss know. There, seeing there's them. just something comforting about seeing them. I've never personally used one, but man, do I miss looking at them. I was always too afraid to ever use one because germs. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say because you'd go in to use it and then all of a sudden get a phone call from a sniper on a roof and you'd be stuck inside. Oh, that. And then you're going to hurt a lady who wants to use the phone and she'd be like, damn, that's my dick hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that happened. I forgot. Oh, oh man. I was just going to say that was a God good damn movie. damn it, Colin but... Farrell. Be careful with that dick hand. <laughs> She's going to be using that at least, guys. That was an interesting movie. Oh man, I'm also Not this movie. Where or, we, we are, or I'm also are, thinking, uh, I'm thinking Blues Brothers. Egregiously stepping away from from but what from about the Blues movie? Brothers? From, Carrie from Fisher episode, blows it up to, and they fall need, down and change need, everywhere. We need to focus, guys. We need to, we need to focus. We got to we got to focus on what, what, what oh. we're talking about. This weird. But there's so many good phone booth scenes we have yet to discuss. And if you want to possibly experience a phone booth today. There still may be one on the outskirts of Pulaski. Oh, okay. The last phone booth I knew was on the way to High Cliff. And that's how I always knew when to turn. Turn at the phone booth. Sounds like a good road trip or a way to fool your friends or family or small children by telling them you're going to go on a time travel road trip. Follow me. We're going back in time. All right, Dan. We'll get back on topic. (laughs) Well, now you got me Googling Pulaski phone booths. What is today's phone booth? What do you think is going to be obsolete in 10 years? Jack-off booths. going to know what they are. Jack-off booths. Jack-off booths. Well, no, CDC has uh, labeled those as uh, good social distancing. <laughs> oh, good God. I wish that weren't true. Napoleon steals this movie. He legitimately does. Oh, absolutely. Whenever I think of all the, like, prior to watching it this time around, I knew, I like, I remembered that uh, Socrates was in the movie. But, like, what you think of first for all the historical figures is always... Uh, the one we just said. Napoleon. Napoleon. <laughs> Napoleon Bonaparte. I know. The very first image that always pops back in my head for this movie when I think about it is Napoleon eating a giant ass bowl of ice cream. I don't know why. That's the first scene. I always think of him throwing a bo- the bowling ball, falling on his face, and screaming mad like 80 <laughs> times. Yes. Yes. I do like he just curses everybody, like very under his breath. Yep. yep. Until he's happy, and then he's like the happiest person on the planet. <laughs> Yeah, for, for me, it's always that, and it's always uh, Joan of Arc leading the aerobics class. Those two scenes are the standout scenes in my mind when I think of this film. I don't know why. It's just those are the first two things that always pop in my head. So my wife pulled up trivia for this, 
And uh, I don't have a question, but I'm just going to state random fact. Joan of Arc uh, is from Wisconsin. Whoa. She's from She's France. Wisconsinite. <laughs> no, the actor who played Joan no, Ken, of Arc. No, Ken. She's from okay. France, Wisconsin. Oh, that makes sense. And she was about 35 or 36 when she played that oh, role. Oh, really? Dang. Yeah, I was like, hey, she looks young. I wonder if she... Uh... Not that 35 Wait, or 36 she isn't was young. 35? She looked yeah. like she was just barely 17. I know, yeah, right? Joan of Arc would have been. She looks super young. Yeah. Holy butts. And her reaction at, at her introduction was spot on with dropping the sword and oh, being like, yes. <gasps> Absolutely. Yep. God? Loved it. You're, you're, you're God? <laughs> like she was clearly sitting there praying for a sign and all of a sudden this thing pops out in front of you, lights and it's there, it's magic. It's like, yep, this is a sign. Let's go to San Dimas. I never realized she was also the uh, rhythm guitarist and backing vocalist of the Go-Go's. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> oh my. That's some serious talent okay. in the movie. Okay. Any other, uh, any other trivia there, Joe? No, no. No. Okay. No other trivia. That okay. that was enough trivia. It just sounded. We had fun, yes. and now we're done. Made it sound like there's going to be more. More like random statements of facts or close enough facts. Fair. Because I may have got her age wrong. I don't know. Bonus journey was supposed to be Bill and Ted goes to hell, but then the the uh, the production company said, "Hey guys, let's dial that back a little bit. Try something else." So they had to change the name. Oh my! I mean, they still go to spoilers. hell. Oh my god! I legitimately shouldn't looked up Napoleon to see what else he's done. <laughs> you were supposed to scream that. I shouldn't have looked up Napoleon to see what else he's done because I have a movie I think we need to do for Halloween, gentlemen. It looks like it's along the same lines of Chopping okay. Mall. We've got the cars that eat people. The tagline is oh. "They run on blood." Oh, but is it being remade? I hope so I really hope so. Next year. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. It sounds like what would happen in a Transformers horror movie. <laughs> and 10 out of 10 would watch that movie. Absolutely. Trans Transmorphers? Transmorphers. Oh, what a horrid memory that I put in the recesses of my mind to never look at again. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. You're welcome. Speaking of which, remember when they released that first Jurassic World 2 trailer and it looked like it was going to be a horror movie? Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. I kind of wish we got that movie. As do I. The first five minutes of that film were great, and everything else was just... <laughs> uh, that's a whole other well, story. To each his own. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like in the entire history of sequels since the original, that is the most Jurassic Park it's honestly felt is that first five minutes on the on the island again. Fair. Uh, Did you see that they're making a Jurassic Park uh, animated series? I already watched the whole yeah, thing. Released. Yeah, Did season you? one was actually pretty good. Spielberg put in a caveat. God damn it! I'm, I'm, Spiel, uh, Spielberg uh, put no, in a caveat. No, he just said no, that the children I have to be in danger as much as the adults because in the film they were just a catalyst for the adults to move from place to place, or they needed protection, obviously. But they need to be in as much danger so it feels like Jurassic Park. I mean, these kids are in peril constantly and almost eaten constantly. <laughs> but I'm I I I did the thing that I said we shouldn't do. <laughs> Derailed five minutes ago. <laughs> God. Damn it. I mean, Dan, I can sit here and talk Jurassic Park all day. I mean, that is my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> but I, I think we should talk about Bill and Ted. Can we talk about the the sheer amount of paradox that happens when they meet themselves with George Carlin? There's no proof that that's going to cause a problem. Yeah, paradox doesn't happen in this movie. Every other time travel movie, you see yourself, you 
end the world or something like that. But not in this one. This one it's required. Unless you're robots. Oh, Joe. (laughs) Station. Station. I just can't get big, (laughs) giant foam clothes out of my head. Like, what the hell? Who thought, who sat down and thought everybody in the future is going to wear giant ass paper clothing, foam clothing, just... Oh my god! But that was the yes, second one. Yes, right? that, was that the, wasn't. They weren't as bad. No, in the not first the first one. one was great. The first one was okay. But the second one, it's like they had this like utopia, and it's just full of people with like shoes that are the size of buckets, and they're made clearly out of foam. And there were some oversized shoulder pads and robes in the first area too. I mean, it was trying to make it look more futuristic and stylish, whereas the second was just like, oh, let's do this weird style that we're doing right now only try to make it look slightly futuristic it's the end of the year if we don't use this foam they won't give us as much foam next year we need to use the foam (laughs) the prop masters are just begging production to use foam spoilers spoilers dan with as much as we spoiled so far there's so much that happens in that movie so much it's fun because my first note is lots of foam based clothes spoilers that's not really even can't throw anything at you guys because we're not in the same room Uh, so on this one so yeah this the future looks pretty clean it did. It did. It's a little bit weird because everyone's in a uh, dark room with spotlights above them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And floating in some some spots, just floating around. You know, you got to make that. You got to make the future look future. Yeah, but the person they met weren't they like the time master or something? Something like along that? those lines. Yeah. So there was something. See if like, there's a like time time king or something in. Yeah. So in there the was credits. something special going on there. I'm pretty sure the whole world wasn't like that. I mean, if you Google Time Lord, I bet something will pop up. I'll bet my second heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we're back. Anyway. So, um, uh, I mean, I, I, this movie's infinitely quotable. That's that's hands down probably one of its best strengths. There were definitely some some quotes that I heard, and I should have written them down but I was watching the movie that I heard that I had never... Registered that they came from here? Registered that they came from this movie. There's ones for me, too. Like, I appreciate so many more now that I I feel stupid for not getting, but to be honest, like, I haven't watched this movie enough. Jesse, so many times, one of our coworkers, uh, whenever he sees something strange at work, he always utters to himself, strange things are afoot at the Circle K. (laughs) And now I get it. Oh, right. He does. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yes, he does. (laughs) I remember. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Gave me a good giggle when I heard that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's just so many good quotes in this film. It's it's one of the best movies I've seen for just fun, wacky quotes, with the exception of one that we'll get into later. <laughs> but the comedy in this movie is so damn strong. The, the kids letting them go, like basically ditching Napoleon because he's a loser, <laughs> just having him go off. Like, <laughs> there's so much to this. I freaking love it. You ditched Napoleon. He was a dick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. <laughs> Kangas Khan, you know, finding out all about new bats at the sporting goods store. And like we said, Joan of Arc having a fun time leading, you know, exercise uh, regimen with some folks in the mall. Just all kinds of good stuff. All kinds of good stuff across the board. I don't know if it's actually true, but I feel like it's probably there in that the humor 
doesn't put anyone down to be funny. Yeah, no, for sure. It's yes. it's pretty inclusive, and everybody seems to have you know their own strengths. Everybody's got their own time in the movie, and yeah, you can definitely sit here and say Napoleon is hands out the the standout star between all the all the rest of the uh, time traveling cast. But everybody has their moments. Everybody has something that makes you you know belly laugh. I can't think of a scene where any of them were a dud. I mean, even just something as simple as Billy the Kid and Socrates throwing a football back and forth, figuring out what it's all about, like, just in the background while Bill and Ted are talking. That was funny to me. There's just a lot of that. The three floating people are the three most important people in the world, according to their credits. Yep. Don't know what that okay. means. Okay. That is, That's yeah. all we get, though. Wow, that is literally what it says. I thought it was weird that they would arrest... Uh, Beethoven. Is it Beethoven or Bach? Yeah. Beethoven. Beethoven. Yeah. Cause I thought Beef, it was weird Beethoven. that they'd arrest him for playing, shredding the music too hard. Like, you'd think that'd bring people in and be like, hey, I want to learn how to play this and, you know, sign up lessons and shit. Yeah. I, I watched I watched this with Nicole, who had never seen it, and then also uh, our, our son Jack, and both of them loved everything from this movie, but that was the question that he had. It was like, why are they arresting him? <laughs> what did he do? I guess guilty by association, but I mean that's really about he it. Partied too hard. Yeah, he, he wasn't did. associating with them. He was just <laughs> there playing music. Like he was not even hanging out with anyone. I mean, apart from the fact that maybe they saw him come in on the cameras with the rest of them, but I'm gonna go with Dan. This was before the time of Andrew WK and he was partying <laughs> too hard. Oh yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. weren't ready they were to not. party hard. Not from a man named Beethoven. I <laughs> chuckled every <laughs> single time they said that it never got old to me so crates beef oven i mean come on <laughs> and honestly if we want to skip to the end of the movie i really enjoyed how they were like well we have a time machine let's just put what we need right here at this exact time and we can uh oh with the keys of, like, they've the figured keys, out, yeah like the keys the trash can all sorts of things the the tape the tape deck yeah, yeah, that stuff's all mm-hmm. just fun. It's absolutely fun. And so it's like what you would want to see in a time travel movie. You're like, well, use this shit. Like, okay, we'll use it. We'll go back they, in time and do they this. Do and they it, do it but so they well. They don't beat you over the head that they're using it. Exactly. Because I didn't catch that at first. I'm just like, okay, this means that they're going to. T- we're going to have an long. I, I kept, I kept waiting for something, something to stick out that I could make a bad note about. And then, and then they're just like, well, we'll have to go back in time and do this thing. And he's like, yeah, we'll put the keys behind the sun. I'm like, they're not going to put the keys right there, are they? And they, the keys are, are right there. And I was so happy. <laughs> I almost cried. And it shows character development because earlier uh, when uh, uh, Bill told other Bill to wind his watch. Or is that Ted? Ted. Ted, Ted yeah. told other Ted, Ted. to watch, wind his watch. Uh, he didn't do it. He's like, oh, okay. And he, like, doesn't do it. And, like, by the end of the movie, he's like, oh, I, I got, he's like, character development. He's starting to pay attention yeah, to his life. He's been a little more responsible. Yeah. He's like, oh, I better tell myself to wind his watch. <laughs> exactly. Now, what didn't work for you with this movie? The premise of this movie would not get off the ground if it were to be touted to the public today. Because this movie is absurd. It's a it's a absurd. what? It's absurd. It is absolutely. Oh, I thought you said it's a turd. I heard turd, but absurd makes more sense. <laughs> I also heard turd, but uh, intuited that it was absurd. I can't intuit. Once um, I go turd, there's no going back. The one one of the one of the borgs that really got me. Borgs. When Missy shows up <laughs> oh, to pick the boys up, 
Ted oh, has a massive stack of books. Okay. And a and a, a frame later, the books are gone. <laughs> I didn't notice. They're not in the car. They're not in the front. They're not in the back seat. They're not in the front seat. And Ted did not open the trunk. Well, Dan, Dan, did, didn't Missy pick them up in a convertible? Correct. Yes. Books flew out the back. There you go. Okay, I guess. I guess. But then they're studying those books I'll, later. I'll let it fly. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> Missy drove them back to go pick them up. They magically showed up at the house. They had, a, uh, had some of those magic Harry Potter trunks. Yeah, true, true. Right, no, that was that was house elves. But I hear, I hear you guys have you have you have a uh, a thing that you want. to Yeah, discuss. I'm just gonna come out. It's gonna come out. And say it, just the f the uh, f bomb. Not not fuck. No, we like fuck. Oh, absolutely, that's no, a great no, one. Fuck is fine. Yeah, 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 fuck's great, but yeah, no. No. Yeah, it was so out of place and unnecessary and just weird that they dropped that. It right was. In the, it felt it felt like time stopped as the joke happened. It felt like you could hear a pin across the room yeah. instantly. Instantly, Nicole said, "Whoa, that is that is not cool." Yeah, and instantly mm-hmm. turned her off to the movie as they had just been enjoying it immensely up until that point, giggling, laughing, smiles on their faces. It's like that sucked all the air out of the room. <laughs> and then they thought it was such a funny joke, they put it in two. And I actually caught this, Ken. I don't know if you caught this in the second one. They say it twice, I think. They do say it twice <sighs> in the second one. Yeah, because oh, doesn't he shout? He shouts that he shouts that the big bad guy. I'll not ruin it for Dan. And then he gets thrown down a hallway. Andrew, thank you, <laughs> thank you, from the the bottom of my cold dead heart. Thank you. <laughs> Dan, don't you dare, Joe! I trust, I trust you. I trusted you, Joe. Joe, don't, don't you dare. Recall, you can either choose to stay in. They jump from elevator to elevator for twenty minutes. (laughs) It's it's really touching. All the elevators. All the elevators. (laughs) Everyone. Uh, That's dumb. Yeah. Um. The the stepmom. Missy. Missy. She had a good moments in the movie, but at the same time, it's like it was kind of beaten over your head. Like they could have backed off the joke a little bit. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think the point where it reached its uh, culmination, where it was the funniest, is when his dad closes the door in his son's face. It's just like holy in, shit. Yeah, in in his in the kid's room. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. With the burnt sandwiches. Yes. Whatever yep. they were. I don't know what they were. It could have been tuna, <laughs> but. But that's I, good I because it shows she's honestly trying to be a mom, but has no idea how to do it because she's like nineteen. Yeah, exactly. It's small details like that that are so appreciated. I mean, uh, she was pruning the garden when they got back. Yeah, she's trying. Yeah, no, I, I have in the movie. I do not feel like she is not trying to become part of the family. Now that may change at some other point, undescript moments ah! oh <laughs> right but that anyway. was a thing that happened yep that and uh it's not that i didn't like it but i i guess i should have mentioned it on the things i do like but almost every time that ted talked or no every time that ted was happy about something it reminded me of andy being <laughs> silly and or happy about things yep giddy uh. yep i could see that for sure <laughs> Nicole couldn't see it, probably because I mentioned it beforehand, but <laughs> I don't know what it is. I've been told this since roughly high school that, I, I don't know, I've just always had people occasionally out of the blue say, you kind of remind me of Keanu Reeves. Yeah. 
I don't know why I can't <laughs> see it myself. Have you watched anything where he gets, like, riled up about something? Like, no. it's it's shocking how similar. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. Because it's true. Uh, honestly, if, if I if I could be compared to Keanu Reeves, that makes me pretty happy. I was also a little let down that they I, I did not record any woes in this film. So if he said woe, I didn't catch it. But he for did. some I reason, think he it, did. it might have been once or twice. Yeah, it was if if it was a number of times, it was maybe twice. But I know in the beginning he said woe. I'm sure they said that's, that's like that was his thing. I'm sure they said whoa when he uh, when they dropped the elevator in front the fucking phone booth in front of him. Phone booth. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry I brought up Toe Jam and Earl. It's not my fault. <laughs> I mean outside of outside of that and the blatant disregard for time law. Which time law? Do we need a time cop? Was there really anything that we didn't like? No. Cuz I can't think of anything no. else. No, it's entertaining. It was, it was always in the back of my mind, like, I was enjoying the movie, but I'm, I'm thinking this movie just would not fly. And I haven't, like, ha- I haven't seen the third. I started watching second, it last so night. So I don't know, I don't know if they, like, tweak the formula that this, this series has to make it work in... Uh, from what I understand or, is they still haven't done the music that... Yeah. They need to save the world. And this is them being like, oh, shoot, we need to do this. Yeah, and it's it's more so they haven't really grown as characters. They're still, like, attached to the hip to the point where they still hang out with the princesses, all four Heck of them. yeah. And they can't tell, you know. One of the running jokes that I'll spoil is just they can't tell the princesses that they love them. They say, me and Ted definitely love you. Or, you know, <laughs> me, me and Bill love you. We love you guys. Like, they just keep doing that back and forth. Oh, so God. like they, they literally cannot break away they have to be a foursome <laughs> and I, I don't know it's I, I watched maybe the first 20 minutes of it last night it's 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 got its moments already there are some sad changes but overall it's pretty good so far I, I, i'll have to finish it before i can really talk about it i like the multiverse idea that they're introducing yes spoilers. Definitely, definitely. what spoilers he's just gonna start yelling spoilers whenever he doesn't know what you're talking about <laughs> It's in the it's in the trailer. <laughs> I do have to bring us back. We were all so damn wrong. What? I found a super I found a supercut online that's a minute and seventeen uh, seconds long that is nothing but a supercut of woes from the movie, and there are a lot. I was going to say <laughs> I saw a few. Okay, did I, that did I become numb to the woe? I guess so. I only remember <sighs> the one when the when the phone booth came down, but I guess you know when they smash through the walls and see the princesses for the first time, yep. they're like whoa. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many of those. Yeah, I guess we have become numb to the woe because I didn't think of it that much. <laughs> so here's a fun thing I noticed. Uh, remember the last time we watched a movie and it was an alien movie and it was kind of like a horror movie and then we had a uh, a sequel and that sequel we decided was more of like an action movie. Yeah. So yeah. In, so yeah. in this situation we have Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure being in comedy action movie and the sequel bogus journey being a comedy horror movie kind of huh i will say that there is a pitfall in the beginning of the movie that is so impossible to avoid you really just right off the bat notice the absence of george carlin and there's no way around that there's no way to fix that but it is pretty damn noticeable from my experience george carlin is a secondary character at best he is he is but i mean come does on does he have does Rufus he play, a, so does he play a bigger role in the bogus journey not really he kind of does 
kind of does, kind of, because he kicks the movie off. This is a simple yes or no. Don't you? Don't, we don't have to go into, into detail. I almost say. We, we, oh, remember that fine. time? Remember that time when Rufus? Remember when I said thank you? You remember that? I take it back. <laughs> oh. I take I take all of that back. You are now at zero again. Actually, I might give you a little oh. bit of a negative. How dare you? You ruined Ouch. it. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> don't lose your flying V over it, Dan. Wait, Mighty Ducks? It was the 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 the, the guitar they got. Mighty Ducks. At the end. Bogus. It's not the Mighty Ducks, Ken. It's not the Mighty Ducks. Station. No. <laughs> no. But yeah, uh, I'll just, I'll jump on the uh, reboot talk here and say that I think it was a good idea. Bringing it back after all these years and having, if they have a funny concept, it looks like they have a funny concept for it. I haven't watched it yet, but I, I think it, it has breathing room and it could do something. But I don't think that they can keep it going after this. I no. I feel like it doesn't need to. Yeah. At least just from just from the the bits and pieces that I have heard of the second and the subsequent third. Yeah, I'd I'd say this is a cap for sure. And and I've it's really interesting because I've seen two sides of this. I see the ads constantly for the third one, and they're plastered all over Instagram and a couple other things. The comments are either "Wow, this movie was amazing. This is exactly what we wanted." Or, this movie was a giant turd, I would never spend money on this. It's interesting to hear that because everybody was touting how this isn't just some cobbled together cash grab, how they literally had X amount of years to work on a script and rewrite it and rewrite it and rewrite it. So they've had this absolutely perfect script ready to go this whole time. So going into the production, it wasn't like they are half-assing anything. Like, they knew damn well what they wanted to do. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to keep all the all the chatter off to the side as I, as I take the movie on with fresh eyes. But it is weird hearing both sides of the vacuum at the same time freaking out about this film. I feel like it's the people who saw Bill and Ted and remember seeing Bill and Ted being upset because the movie isn't how they remember it. Or what they've done isn't how they remember Bill and Ted. And then there's true Bill and Ted fans who are enjoying the film for the film yeah it's it's all over the freaking place and and i don't know just like based off of the earlier comment just that one scene and ken's chuckle i know he's probably gonna get a kick out of the movie oh yeah for sure and and that's that's that yeah that's that side of the fence but i'm just trying to figure out what the other side is because it's so full of just anger and hate yeah i don't know it's a pretty pretty divisive film i can't wait to finish it and see what all the uh fuss is about i'm gonna say it's probably russian hackers trying to cripple the united states economy <laughs> by taking out this one movie bill and ted was the one thing that came along and made everyone happy again outside of rick moranis in a in a one minute ad uh, yeah we just can't have happiness that's saying the future trying to kill the future happiness <laughs> <sighs> this is the year of sadness anything but is punishable <laughs> anything but uh, punish that butt <laughs> what what's that we're watching top gun we're watching top gun he's out here oh yeah i hope not. no i watched it once i'm never gonna watch it again so bogus journey i watched that movie and every time i watch that movie i'm like i can see why people would not like this movie but the entire time i'm watching i'm like this is so dumb i love it yeah i i didn't it doesn't matter that it's dumb because the first one's dumb and that's what you should expect is dumb yeah i mean but there are the parts where they go and uh it gets kind of uh gross if you will i don't care for those parts and station is no station is amazing almost no i still don't know what you guys are talking about that's fine honest station's a little dumb station i just want to know what makes stations inside clothes glow (laughs) (laughs) 
Apparently the latest fashion trend in the future is having lights inside your clothing. Heck yeah, we're well on our way. Does the movie hold up? With the exception of one very air-removing yeah. quote, <laughs> yeah. like, it was so weird to me that, yeah. like, this... It was. That that it existed. It was very left field. With the very exception of that one very specific time, definitely. I think so. I think it definitely leans real hard on nostalgia from the from the viewer, but I feel like it does stand up. I was entertained. I'd I'd watch it again. I giggled really hard at Napoleon and I was entertained. I didn't have any expectations, so it was all good. I think uh, a lot of people would like watching this. It was all I went in, I went into this movie expecting it to be truly eighties, early nineties movie, which it is. But I did not expect the zany. And luckily I was in the mood for zany because I really enjoyed how zany this movie is. So I will say one last thing. End of the movie. They get up and they have to pr- do their history report presentation in an amphitheater? In, a, in an auditorium? In front of the whole Yeah, that was school? one of Nicole's comments. It's like, history's pretty neat and stuff, but I don't want to have to sit through 150 people's reports. Like, sitting through 30 people's reports is hard enough. How big was their class in the classroom? Because the class in the theater was very large. And also, I gotta say, they put a lot of stuff into their report, which was accurate, but I don't know how they got that information just by going there and kidnapping some people. I know that the report was supposed to be what they think of San Dimas, so... Yeah, why not? Bring them to San Dimas and uh, here, here's what they thought. How how do the the historical actors, how would they handle being ripped from their timeline? Oh, yeah, if no. are going to get into the reality of things, like... They mm. handled it very well, considering. Considering, yes. Yeah, I mean, Sigmund Freud got himself a corn dog and started hitting on some chicks at the mall. Some of them Zing. spoke English very well. The other ones, they were able to uh, mime what they were supposed to do and... Bill and Ted were able to understand. I feel like out of the whole cast, I feel like Socrates had it the worst. Because even Genghis Khan, through his like flamboyant gestures, just you know doing whatever the hell he wants and grunting, people knew what the hell he was talking about. But it felt like Socrates was the one out of the whole cast and nobody knew what the hell he was trying to say. Latin is a lost language. Chinese or Mongolian is not a lost language. But also, that is Socrates is probably trying to uh, say more complex things yeah I, I think the big thing to remember though ken is it doesn't really matter what bill and ted brought out to the picture when the jocks at the bar so damn low yeah i mean his report culminated with san Dimas high school football rules I- <laughs> <laughs> doesn't take much to beat that yeah i mean they definitely made it interesting however they had a lot of cuts during the report and i'm wondering exactly how long that report would have been oh it's gotta be that's gotta be like a full like full act one act two intermission act three act four theater show they've been in that auditorium watching reports all day it's they lucked out that they had a crazy light show that they got start off their presentation with and the fact that bill and or ted know how to you know run stage lights and sound yeah well they could have just taken their uh time machine back in time and like just hang out for 40 years while they learn how to do t- sound and lights. We won't ever know because it's never brought up. Or is it? It's not. Don't you, don't you ah. dare. We'll have to watch the TV show to find out. <laughs> no. No, I we really don't. want to watch that cartoon. We don't have to watch it. Well, the cartoon maybe, but the live action thing. I want to watch just looks, it about looks five so minutes bad. of the live action show just because it looks like a bad porn parody. Oh, it does. It <laughs> really oh my does. God. That's, that's a really good explanation of it. <laughs> 
Any last words, Andy? No, um, I think it holds up. Based off the fact that neither Nicole or Jack had seen the movie and they were laughing and enjoyed it the whole way through, I think they enjoyed it. I think it's just that one scene kind of cut the air out of the room. And again, it's unfortunate because it is a product of its time. That was hysterical to say in quote back in the in the 90s. But uh, yeah, now it's uh, <laughs> well past its prime. Now we know better. So it, it's tough. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, outside of that, I mean, I have tried introducing the kid to so many different things. Not every movie lands. Not everyone does. But this movie, he was laughing the entire way through. He was laughing at the mispronunciation of Beethoven. He was laughing at every goofy thing that they did. He had the questions you guys had. Why is he being arrested along with everyone else? Like, <laughs> just a lot of a lot of good laughs. The kid understood it. I mean, I agree that I don't think it could be made today based off of what it is. But I'm glad that it was made because... Even reintroducing new generations to it, they, they still seem to get it. Well, that was us partying on and being excellent with Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Rewound and rebooted. If you could like, rate, review, comment, subscribe, and share this episode with others, you know, your friends, your lovers, your time bandits who also love 80s and 90s movies, it would be greatly appreciated. Did we do Time Bandits yet? Nope. I still oh, have never seen that movie. It's driven me insane. Oh. I've always seen the cover, always wanted to watch it, never got around. I rented that October. movie from the library before Hall- COVID do- started. Didn't watch it. We have to, have oh. to do Halloween movies for October. Have to. Have to. Anyway, and that's have true. to. Up next, it is October, so it's on to scary movies. So next time, we will be covering Shopping Mall. Yes. Another movie I have never <laughs> seen, so I'm going to go in with this with bright eyes and be bushy-tailed and be terribly disappointed. Oh, brace I yourself, am folks. so excited for your reaction. I'm so excited. Brace yourself. <laughs> We're in for a good one. So come back in two weeks when we rewind and reboot again! Joe, I would like to say yes. that this is not Wayne's World. Party on. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. I feel like they say it in this movie, too. They do. They do. They <laughs> say party on. Party on dudes. They say party on dudes and be excellent to each other. Okay, good. I, I thought I really had a transference of movies here for a second. <laughs>